Introducing Coco Golf's signature shoe, more than just a tennis shoe. It's a fusion of 90s inspired style and cutting edge performance technology with its sleek mid cut silhouette. It's designed to enhance speed and power on the court. The multi piece upper construction delivers high energy return for players of all levels. Whether you're a seasoned pro or just starting out, the Coco CG1 empowers you to dominate the game. Learn more and purchase the Coco CG1 at NewBalance.com. Welcome to another edition of Tennis Channel Live. It is T-minus five days and counting to the 2021 U.S. Open. The U.S. Open series wraps up this week for the men in Winston-Salem and for the women in Cleveland and Chicago as players look to sharpen their games ahead of the year's final major. Tonight on TC Live, we'll have highlights, interviews, analysis from all the men's and women's action around the hard courts in the U.S. Plus, last night we debated the men. Tonight we'll debate who's the best women's tennis player in the world who has not yet won a major. And Roger Federer won't be playing in New York, but he's still getting paid. We'll talk about Roger's big IPO. Hey, everybody, welcome inside our Santa Monica studios. I'm Rob Simulcare. He is Nico Pereira and John Wertheim joining us remotely. There he is popping up on the screen. John, good to see you. Welcome in to our show. And John, uh, John, you're, you're a New York guy. We're excited. The U.S. Open getting ready to go. First time in two years with fans. Do you think the city is ready? We can do this starting in the morning. Absolutely. 100%. We've got qualifying underway. We've got players milling around the city. This is the first major in a year and a half that's going to feel like a full major with full fans. And uh, New York is ready. The Open is ready. And uh, five days and here we go. Well, we're having to be last year there without the fans and you could see the players walking around the grounds. No, no problems with security. And it, it certainly be a lot of buzz with Novak Djokovic looking for that Grand Slam. The woman Ashley Barty, the big favorite, but I can't wait five days to go, and, and everybody's ready. All right, well, they're getting ready. The men are in Winston-Salem. Let's take a look at what happened down there today. Second round action, and Francis Tiafo, Andy Murray. Tiafo really looking to make a statement here as he gets ready for the Open. Two great movers. The 23-year-old has improved tremendously. This was a key point. Murray with the great defense. Francis trying the circus shot there after not putting away the volley. This first set went on for a long, long time. Both players having to run a lot. High-quality tennis. That's Tiafo saving the first set point. At 15.40, Murray had a big chance here. Look, look at a second serve, only 79 miles per hour. And the Briton wishes he had that one back. Francis ended up holding there. We go on to a tie over an hour. Francis with the big forehand takes the mini break and never looked back. Great poise from the young American. I'm sure Ferreira is very happy. And that's set point. 12 minutes, Francis Tiafo was loving it. We go on to the second set. Francis broke early and it did not look too sharp in that second set, to be fair. But Francis knew how to close the door. He was up 5-1, lost his serve, and had to come back in this game. That's match point and the win for Tiafo, who moves on to the third round. All right, so a big win. He'll face the winner we just saw. And Tiafo spoke after the match about the big win over Murray. 
it was a tough match, obviously. And he's a legend. Um, he's one of the best to ever do it. I have a ton of respect for him. Uh, yeah. I mean, <laughs> uh, and to play him here was such a great atmosphere. Uh, obviously, we haven't had fans. Obviously, you know, with the pandemic and everything, it was a great atmosphere tonight. 5-1, I was, I was just, I was pretty much ready to finish the match. And then I got broken and he held. And I was look, bouncing ball 5-3. I was like, damn, I'm about to be Andy Murray. <laughs> John, this is a guy U.S. fans have been excited about for a while. This is a big win for him. He, he's got to feel some confidence. And by the way, he's got an opportunity here going into the third round in North Carolina. He can still do some damage. Absolutely. This is a guy who the, the talent is undeniable. There have been some big wins, not least. This is a guy who sits opposite Wimbledon a few weeks ago. But there also have been a lot of matches that he struggled to close. And beating Andy Murray, you know, this, this is not uh, Andy Murray at his peak. This is not Andy Murray uh, that was winning the U.S. Open. But it's still Andy Murray on the other side of the net. That was a tight match, and Francis closed well in the second. Uh, this is a big win for him, even though it's only an early-round match. I think a lot of it changed when he won that challenger in the grass court season, won a couple of matches in Queens that has won more matches consistently, and he has changed under Wayne Ferreira. I just think during that first set, he demonstrated that he can face adversity. It's not easy against a retriever of the first quality like Andy Murray, and Francis showed great maturity at 23. There is plenty of room to grow for the American. All right, back to Winston Salem and a guy who was kind of a late bloomer, Dan Evans. 30 years old now, won his first career title earlier this year, taking on Luca Pui. Yeah, strange match here. Two guys in, in need of a win for different reasons. I mean, Dan Evans is a guy who, no, Dan Evans was beating Novak Djokovic earlier this year. This is Pui here, who's had a horrible time with injuries. His right elbow kept him out for more than a year. It looked like the back no, no. today. And Luca Pui, this guy was a top 10 player not all that long ago, now outside the top 100. Owing to these injuries, he saw some some nice touch there, wins the first set, and then Dan Evans, yeah, who started the year so well, he hasn't won a match since Wimbledon and really needed some nice results here in North Carolina, and he got it today. Strange map, a lot of breaks to serve, but Dan Evans comes through. This is a match he needed to win, and he did. All right, so he'll take on Richard Gasquet in the next round. To Cleveland now, where the women are playing. Tennis in the land. Daria Kaskatkina, the top seed, taking on Katie McNally. Home game for Katie McNally of uh, Cincinnati. Goes to the other corner of the state to play this event in Cleveland. And she looked really good. I mean, Kaskatkina is a class opponent, a former top 10 player. They're almost 100 points apart in the rankings, but you would not have known it after the first hour. So keep an eye on the score box. I mean, McNally right in this match, winning the first set. Look at that touch from... Uh, from Kazakina. This would have been an immense victory for, for Katie McNally at age 19 against a quality opponent and a couple of points here and there. You saw that was a point that she would have served for the match. Kazakina stayed that off and then just sort of a veteran closeout here. And uh, this is what a little seasoning, a little more time on tour, a lot more wins will get you. And Kazakina ends up closing strong in this match. You see a, a little error right here to close it off. Nice match for McNally. She'll take some positive vibes into the U.S. Open. This match could have been won, though. And uh, credit her for fighting. Credit Kazakina for closing.
All right, John, to Chicago now. The other WTA match taken going on right now. Alina Spitalina taking on Fiona Farah. Great scene at the XS Tennis Center in Chicago. Yesterday they saw Venus Williams today, the number six player in the world. Alina is beat Alina at 26 against the veteran Fiona Farrow, number 80. And uh, there you see a tough start for Svitolina. Now Miss Monfils. We saw her there. There were some issues with the weather. They had to stop and could not come back. This one was at four all in the first set. So Svitolina uh, did not get to finish her match. But it's just great that the, the people in Chicago get to watch great tennis for the first time in terms of the WTA. All right, so they'll finish that up tomorrow. So we got a full day of tennis in three different cities tomorrow. Let's take a look. Uh, you see the Siniakova, the top seed there up top. And, John, I'll start with you. What match on this board jumps out at you? Um, I'm looking for Dan Evans. We have a, a couple of nice one-handed backhands. Big opportunity for Francis. But keep, keep an eye on Dan Evans, who, again, first half of the year, Diamond Danny was terrific and is really tailed off. We'll see if he can get the magic back in North Carolina against the veteran Gasquet. John always getting the diamond. But I'm looking for, forward to Francis Tiapo. After what we saw today, I want to see how he follows up that win over Murray, Thiago Montero. He's a, it's ranked in the seven. He's a consistent Brazilian, but a big opportunity to Francis to back up that win over Murray and move on in the tournament to the quarterfinals. All right, you saw Carlos Alcaraz there. Uh, he will play. He just won his match. He's now arguably the, the top teenager in tennis. Yannick Sinner has now turned 20, so he no longer can hold on to that title. What do you think about Alcaraz on the hard courts this week and then next week in New York? Well, his mentor is Juan Carlos Ferrero, ex-number one player in the world, and Ferrero loved to play on the hard courts. I think he has a, a style of game made for clay courts, but with experience, he will learn to play in this surface. He has all the talent in the world. He's very athletic, and he's taking his first steps in the big-time play on the hard courts. All right, well, we got more highlights coming up on the way for the men and the women. But coming up, we're going to have a little debate. Last night, we talked about the men. Tonight, we talk about the women. Who is the best player in the women's draw who has not yet won a major? We'll debate it when we come back here on TC Live. Introducing Coco Golf's signature shoe, more than just a tennis shoe. It's a fusion of 90s-inspired style and cutting-edge performance technology with its sleek mid-cut silhouette. It's designed to enhance speed and power on the court. The multi-piece upper construction delivers high-energy return for players of all levels. Whether you're a seasoned pro or just starting out, the Coco CG1 empowers you to dominate the game. Learn more and purchase the Coco CG1 at NewBalance.com. Alina Spitalina. Marina Sabalenka. Spitalina takes the title here in Strasbourg. Carolina Pliskova takes the trophy in Brisbane. Really one of the most important wins of her career. Sabalenka with a big smile, a dance move in the Madrid title. Sabalenka, Pliskova, Svitolina, they have all had a sniff at a Grand Slam title, especially Pliskova, two-time Grand Slam runner-up. The other two have been to some semis, but none of them have broken through. And so the question for tonight is which one of them will be the first to do it? And John Wertheim, I'm going to start with you on this. Which one of these three top six players do you think can break through first? 
I'm going Sabalenka. I'm going uh, the player with a two next to her name. Remember those monster truck poles where they would just say power, power, power? I mean, that that is her game. There is so much horsepower there. There is on both sides of the ball. There, There is just so much weight of shot that I think she can get through seven opponents. She had a bit of a mental issue. Remember, we, we kept saying heading into Wimbledon. She'd never been to the second week of a major. She got that off. She got to the semis of Wimbledon. I think that was a big mental break for her. And I think that just on, on sheer ball striking power alone, she would be my pick. What do you say? What, Nico, what do you say? I agree with you completely. I think she is the complete package. She has come a long way. She is only 23. Her strength is just unbelievable. She's made big strides with that success in Grand Slam, which she did not have it up to this point. And a big plus is that she has won Grand Slams in doubles. And I think that that's a key for her to open up that path. She's having a a career year, and it's someone that uh, we're going to look to lift a lot of trophies in years to come. All right, well, I'm going to change it up on you guys now. That's who you think will be the first to win. Let's talk about the Open next week. I think most people right now would look at Ash Barty as the very strong, perhaps overwhelming favorite based on the form she's got coming in. But which one of these three do you think has the best shot of breaking through here this week, next week in New York? Nick. Well, Pliskova has had a lot of success. I don't think Sabalenka is ready to go all the way, all the way yet. So I'm going to go uh, just a hunch. I'm going to go on Svitolina. She just got married. Gael Monfils has, you know, great energy. I think she improved a lot. And Gael actually was hurt when they started dating. So I, I think uh, Svitolina could make a splash and come out with a big surprise in New York next week. So getting married to Gael Monfils is going to improve your chances yep. of, uh, of winning a major. I think so. Um, <laughs> happiness, I, um, John. No, it's I, happiness. I, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> um, and we, uh, we were happy for the couple. Uh, she's had a lot going on this summer. Svitolina has. I like Pushkova, who it, it's funny. She's had such a strange year, but she fell out of the top 10 and, you know, she's in her late 20s. The results have really been flagging. And then all of a sudden she really turned it on and has been winning matches in abundance. She's gotten to two finals of, of Masters 1000s equivalents and obviously got to the Wimbledon final. She has been to the U.S. Open final before. She's been number one. I mean, again, this uh, I, I would not have said this 90 days ago, but I think of those three players, I like Pliskova's chances, who, again, I mean, she came within a few games of winning this event in 2016. So uh, she's been to a U.S. Open final before. She's been playing very well. Hasn't won a title this year, but she's gotten to Multiple finals, including Wimbledon, has gotten her game back, back in the top five. I like Pliskova. All right, let's take the long view now, guys. Career slams. And we've got a 23-year-old, a 26-year-old in Svitolina, Pliskova, 29. Which of the three do you think will win the most majors in their career? John. I think uh, the numbers you just said, I mean, I think, I think the ages uh, prejudice this towards the younger player, who will obviously have more, uh, more opportunities I just think Sabalenka, I, I've never seen a player hit with that unapologetic power. I mean, it's just, remember Maria Sharapova used to have every shot as a power shot? Um, that has essentially uh, been internalized by Sabalenka, who just hits the ball so hard. I think once she sort of mentally settles, again, only 23 years old, she's already won titles, she's now been to the semis of a major. I like her odds uh, of winning multiple majors, and I think she wins more than the other two players. Uh, 
considerably. Nico, what do you got? Well, hard to argue with you on that one because of the age factor, because of the irreverence that we saw. That is a key component for me to, to be one of the greats. I think she has that it factor. I think it has helped her to play doubles with Elise Mertens, who is very even keeled. Uh, she has benefited from that. She's come a long way. And if she stays healthy, I look for her to win, win multiple slams. You know, it's amazing, guys. There are going to be 15 Grand Slam champions in the women's singles draw at this U.S. Open. It's an insane number. It's amazing we could come up with three in the top six yeah. who haven't won a slam. So, I mean, this looks like a very wide open U.S. Open and a good chance for one of them to break through if Ash Barty falters, which is a big if the way she's playing. Okay, we will take a break. When we come back, Roger Federer, he will not, unfortunately, be joining everyone in New York. But that doesn't mean he can't have a good week. The shoes will make Roger some money. We'll talk about how when we come back on TC Live. And back to Winston-Salem we go. The number one seed in this tournament, Pablo Carreño Busta, taking on Soon Woo Kwan of Korea. He's the top seed. He's the bronze medalist. He's won a lot of matches this year. Carreño Busta has... Juan is a really fun player, not a ton of power, but a lot of nice hands, a nice athlete, and he gave Carreño Busto a workout today. This was a, a fun match with a lot of shot making, a lot of breaks to serve. Watch this point coming up here. Uh, you drop shot me one too many times, watch this. Little knockoff as long as I'm hanging out at the net. This was a long match. This was a match that, again, featured a lot of breaks of serve six for Carreño Busta. In the end, just too much steady tennis, too much depth from the top seed, but he had to work for it. More than two hours in the hot sun, he gets through, but he had to work for it. Karina Busta did. Meanwhile, our nightcap on Winston-Salem, the man in the red shirt there is Eduardo Nava. And in case you don't know, Winston-Salem is where Wake Forest University is, and that's where Nava went. He got the call, Nico, very late to play in this match, and he had himself a pretty fun night. Two alternates from Wake Forest got in. Nava at 24 just left there. He had a few of the alum accompanying him in the last match of the evening. But what a performance. His mother was a top 200 tennis player from Mexico. He gave Montero a run for his money in the first set. No breaks into that five all. But the experienced 27-year-old from Fortaleza, Brazil, came out with the win. Had not one match in the past six weeks, but back-to-back -back wins here. I'd like to see that for a hard-working professional from Brazil. And, John, you know, this is a guy who is not ranked in the top 1,500 in the world, and he gets this call, played qualifiers, lost on Saturday, and then this, this term, lucky loser, right? He gets called when David Goffin had to pull out due to injury, gets his moment in the spotlight. I think we've got to come up with a better name than lucky loser for guys who get to play in that situation. I'm glad you brought that up. That's a little harsh, isn't it? Um, I'll, I'll grant you the luck, but uh, we, we don't have to pejoratively call him a loser. But the moral of the story is stick around these tournaments. Of course, it's easy when you have a home base there and you've got school right there. I don't know if you guys caught about, about a dozen of his teammates were in the stands, but this is what happened. Players drop out. It's right before a major. Players are making decisions. So uh, if, if you've lost in the qualifying draw, especially at these events right before majors, all is not lost. And certainly that was the case for Nava. All right, guys, let's take a look at what's going on on the interweb in the world of tennis. And we start out with Roger Federer. So, of course, he will not be 
playing the open, but an IPO he's involved in, a shoe company that he is in, 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 involved in. He's been given some equity and put his name to it, and they're going public. And this is going to, I think, pre- end pretty well for uh, Roger Federer, John. Yeah, this is the, the on-brand, um, and it is on-brand. I'm not <laughs> $8 billion sounds like a, a high valuation uh, g- given the revenues, but this is the Swiss footwear brand that you've probably seen Federer endorsing. And, yeah, I mean, if, if Conor McGregor and uh, George Clooney can do it for spirits, Lord knows Roger Federer can uh, can, can do it with, uh, with with a pair of tennis shoes. So this IPO is expected this week, and we'll see how Roger makes out. That's why you get Roger Federer on there to boost up your valuation. Meanwhile, this is uh, in New York. U.S. Open qualifiers going on, and Olga Danilovich practicing, not tennis, but uh, actually pretty impressive little jumper there. Oh, check it out. Look at the follow-through mm-hmm. on her with the upwards jump, getting mm-hmm. the ball from the machine. That That looks like a pretty... Good workout if you go on long enough. Why not? Nice to see they're giving the players a little cross-training opportunity there in Flushing Meadows. And we also take a look at getting ready for the Open. Yannick Sinner doing a little weight work here as he gets ready for New York. You know, he's not a teenager anymore, so uh, he's got to take his training seriously. No, uh, this this is a a former skier knows from core strength, and uh, that is what he is building up right here it's amazing this this kid's ascent but uh just turns 20 years old he'll be a seated player and uh he takes his work seriously he's a professional so this this does not surprise us yeah he's taking his work seriously always especially when you're under maestro piatti his italian coach but john is right once you get into your 20s you have to start putting meat into those bones if you want to withstand the punishment of the calendar and of the opposition so yannick sinner Doing the right stuff right here. All right, late in the year, got to put some muscle on. Meanwhile, here's our schedule for tomorrow. We start at 11.30 Eastern time from Cleveland. Tennis in the land, that's the women. Then Chicago, they're playing as well. And then Winston-Salem kicks off at 3 p.m. for the men. More TC Live coming up right after this. U.S. Open starts next Monday. Tennis Channel will be all over it. Daily pregame coverage starting at 10 o'clock Eastern time and then nightly match encores at midnight. John, Steve, and Lindsay will be taking you through it as we get ready for a big fortnight in New York City. And that tennis has started already in Flushing Meadows. There you're seeing an aerial shot of the Open and some Americans in action on the men's side. Some winners today, J.J. Wolf, among others. This is uh, early days, but good start for the Americans. Matt Cressy played in the main draw and played a nice match with Sissipas last year. Wonder why he didn't get a wild card, but there he is winning in three sets. And it is not Bradley Kwan, it is not Nick Kahn, it's Zane Kahn, and he wins over Sergei Stakowski. Good day for the Americans. Meanwhile, John, on the women's side, some other American winners, Francesca DiLorenzo, Reese Brantmeyer, and Jamie Loeb from Bronxville, New York. Exactly. North Carolina. A lot of North Carolina in tonight's show. And then Christy Ahn, who had such a good U.S. Open two years ago, she fell in three sets. And uh, I wouldn't want to be her ranking. But uh, again, DiLorenzo, a lot of Ohio in tonight's show, a lot of women, a lot of American success. All right, Nico, the hot shot of the day. It comes from tennis in the land in Cleveland. Kuvirtova against Magdalenette, the sixth seed. On the run, the forehand off the camera. And just 
Below the top of the smoke, young lady. All right. Tennis in the land. Well, we got a lot of tennis coming at you from the land, from Chicago, from North Carolina. Tomorrow, we start with the women. Katarina Siniakova will lead things off. Pablo Carreño Busta, the number one seed in Winston-Salem. And then Daniel Evans and Richard Gasquet. Francis Tiafo, who had a big win over Andy Murray. He's got an opportunity here against Tiago Montero, Nick. Yes, Tiafo will be interesting to see how he follows up that Murray match and just take out the youngster, Carlos Alcaraz. as you mentioned him earlier, against Fuskovic, who is a seasoned veteran. And then we have Svitolina and Ferro to finish that match for all in the first set when it was suspended in Chicago. And talk about uh, follow, Nico. How will Carlos Alcaraz, young Spaniard, how will he handle his assignation tomorrow against the veteran Fuskovic after a big win Tonight, but a win that went 7-6 in the third. Yeah, it's a tough handle for Alcaraz because Fuskowitz played well at Wimbledon. He's coming high on confidence. It'll be interesting to see how he goes. All right, well, you played well. John, you played well. Outstanding job. Another great edition of TC Live. Everybody have a great night. We'll see you tomorrow with a full day of tennis. Back here on Tennis Channel Live to wrap it up tomorrow night. Have a good one.